Hey everybody, thanks for joining us. Now obviously this isn't chapter 10, so let's get to that right off the top. Chapter 10 will be posting next Thursday, April 7th, and will serve as a sort of mid-season finale, wrapping up the flashback storyline of the four friends and their quest for vengeance. Because of this, Chapter 10 will be an extra special, double-length episode, and because of that, it needs an extra heavy amount of editing to really nail the confrontation between Coriander, Lavender, Salatra, Harold, Aloysius, and of course, Smiley. So instead, this week, we have our second official book one aside, From Across the Seas, The Lies of Humans. Rest your head now, new one, and hear your elder one tell the tale of the lies of the humans. More than sixty drops before your eyes saw the brightness of the sky, or your hooves felt the coarse irritation of the sand, the Kalvek stood as the only being in the desert who speaks. Forget not the strength of the Tyrannosaurus, the slyness of the raptor, or the fear your heart shall know beneath the shadow of a dragon. Yet no, your people speak. We build. We share and store our knowledge, pass down our wisdom. And when we leave a land, we plant trees for those to come. Knowing we will not live to see the shadows they will someday provide. But above all, we speak. And then... One day, those who tend the salted call, the Uvalhana tribe, sent messengers to every one of the Kaldek tribes scattered across Bahamut, hailing news so fantastical, so unbelievable, it brought the Vrals from every tribe together for the first time in many drops. Carts had appeared, carts of wood and wind, which flew across the salted call, their backs full of apes. Apes that stood. Apes that walked. Apes that built. Apes that spoke. No longer did we, the Kalvek, own the rights to call ourselves Bahamut's chosen. No longer were we supreme. The Vrals met with the leader of these apes, creatures which called themselves captains. The strangers from across the salted deserts called themselves humans. They called the call the desert, and they called the salted desert the ocean. They rode what they called ships, and spoke of a passage so long, so arduous, that every hundred ships had become one. For every dozen of their people who left behind their land, only one remained. Their ships held the weak and the new, fleshy creatures who have seen too little food in their too few drops. We took them in, we fed them, clothed them, taught them our ways. 
We showed the humans not only how to tend and revere the land, we showed them the power in the land and how to harness it. For more than ten drops, the humans lived in peace alongside us. They tended the salted desert, feeding on its treasures. They built homes in the caves where the desert and the ocean meets. They respected themselves and others, the Great Mother, Bahamut. Before long, they began to grow strong again and traveled inland, meeting every Kalvek tribe, sharing, trading goods, knowledge, and prosperity for all. I was hatched during this time of peace to a mother and three fathers who loved me and my siblings and each other slightly more than they loved music, dance, and art. It was my mother who led our tribe across the call in a seemingly endless pilgrimage of health and peace, bringing into the tribe any who were found along the way. Those left to a death of the desert's design, now brought into a new family, no matter your former tribe, the thickness of your scales, or the color of your eyes. My mother, the last of all of our tribe, the first fact claw in six generations. She was never meant to be a warrior. Everything changed when the humans attacked. Their ocean ships turned to vessels of the air. They mimic Vralnatian in their mockery of Bahamut and her jealous love of the sky. They rip from the land the very bones which gave her power and burn her in their engines, building ever higher, ever larger, ever louder. As a new one, even before the War of the Sands had begun in earnest, I witnessed the brutality of humanity, not only against the Kalvek and each other, but against the weakest kindest, most innocent of beings. New ones, elder ones, cats and dogs left to starve in the street, while others gorged mere feet away behind panes of heavy glass, a barrier between two worlds divided by abstract, artificial rules. I speak now only to myself and the echo of my own voice, as is best. I fear now the story must turn too dark for you, new one. I've not even gotten to the lies. The war council. Peace talks. A mother lost. And a father. A sister. Another father. Another. As I leave you to rest, my young Zavara Nagurkal. Hmm. Nabani. I wish nothing for you as deeply and as thoroughly as this. I wish that you may never be forced to know the weight of leadership. Watching soldiers fall at your order, 
The smell of burning Calvac scales melting under the human's rain of fire. The shadow of a zeppelin. The fear of a dragon thousandfold. More than twenty-five drops have passed since the... The peace between our peoples. And everyone brings more human into the Calvac. Less Calvac onto the human. Listen to me now. An old man letting his own pain poison the mind of a new one. If I've done my job right, if we've done our job right, you'll grow up in a much better world. Where this old hatred is forgotten and gone. Like blood on the sands. Thanks for listening, everybody. Today's episode was written by and featured the voices of myself and Caleb Lynn. You can follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Droughtland Pod. Check us out for daily posts, art, Hero Forge characters, and updates about the show. Music in today's story was used under Creative Commons license. Additional credits can be found in the episode description. Chapter 10 will be out next Thursday, April 7th, and will conclude the tale of the four once slaves and their quest for vengeance against the man that sold them ten years later, ten years ago.